Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Today, we are continuing our Simplify series by talking about how to simplify your marriage relationship. So we are going to talk about one simple thing that will help you find more happiness and joy and peace and make the marriage relationship a little bit easier. So are you ready for it? Don't guess, ask. That is the simple tip for today. Ask your husband questions. I'm going to go through a list of eight different types of questions. But before I do, I want to talk a little bit about why. Why ask questions? Why is this going to simplify your marriage? Well, so much of what happens when we disagree with our spouse or when, you know, miscommunications come up because we're assuming things, because we don't take the time to ask. When you ask, you clear out so much of that confusion and you can really get to the heart of what matters to your spouse by asking the right questions. I believe that most of us, most of us want to have a good marriage. We didn't get married because we wanted it to be a rough relationship, right? We got married because we love this person. We want to spend the rest of our life with them. And when we ask questions, it's a way to, first of all, show them that we care about the answers, but also those answers are going to direct us and give us clues of how we can do better, how we can grow closer, what our our spouse actually cares about, and it will give you a closeness that you wouldn't have otherwise. So question number one, would you rather? When my husband and I were fairly newly married, we'd been married for a couple years at this point, he was working a nine to five, he was gone during the day and I was at home with young kids. And I remember, like many of you, that really hard hour, right? When you're trying to get dinner on the table, all the kids are crying and things are just falling apart. And it was a stressful time of my day. And I was trying to do all the things. I was trying to look good so that when my husband came home after not seeing each other all day, that I would look good. I was trying to have the house clean because I wanted him to come into a nice clean house. And I was trying to have dinner made. And it was too much. And I, I felt like I was failing because I couldn't do it all. And so finally, I said to him, hey, would you rather have me look good when you come home, would you rather have the house clean or would you rather have dinner on the table? Pick one. Basically, I think I can get one of those done. And he chose dinner. Occasionally, I still check in with him. He works from home, but dinner still matters the most to him. He wants dinner on the table every night. I am happy to do that for him. But what that would you rather question did is it took away those expectations that I was putting on myself to have all of those things done. And it let me know that if I couldn't get them all done, here's what actually mattered to my husband. So number one is would you rather. You can probably see other applications of that question. And it also opens up a conversation, right? Because like in that situation for me, 
it was me acknowledging both to him and to myself, like this time with little kids in our lives, it's a lot to try to do all those things. And here's what I'm actually capable of. So I wanted his input to see what mattered the most because I wanted to do those things for for him, right? But would you rather is number one. Number two, go to your spouse. This is one best best asked in a quiet moment when you're just talking and when you have time, when he has time to really ponder it. But the question is, how can I be a better wife? Let your husband sit with that and let him answer. So here is one thing that I anticipate. If you've never asked this question before, I anticipate that most husbands would be a little afraid to answer that question. How can I be a better wife? Oh, honey, you're doing great. You're fine. You're just right. You know, there might be a little fear there to be honest and open and vulnerable and answer that question. If that's the case, then give him some time to think about it and ask again or let him know, okay, well, I really do want to be a better wife. So I'm going to ask you again tomorrow or next week or whenever. You can also use this one regularly. James and I ask this to each other, you know, how can I be a better wife? Or he'll say, how can I be a better husband? Often enough that I know it's sincere. And because it's sincere, if there is something that I want to tell him, I feel like I can. And so this might be a more advanced level question. This is a 2.0 one, because if you're in a position, a situation in your marriage where the lines of communication aren't really open, it might be hard to get a good answer to this question. But try it out, see how it goes, and practice with this one and and give your spouse an opportunity to let you know how you can do better. Okay, number three, what do you want? Simple question, right? What do you want? But often we try to make guesses and Let me give some examples. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for dinner? What do you want to do this weekend? Asking questions and instead of just deciding and then getting frustrated when our husbands don't like what we chose, it can be a lot better to just have the conversation. Now, maybe what do you want for Christmas is met with, huh, I don't know. And then it's the, you know, you're the gift giver. You get to decide what to give. But opening that communication and opening that channel with a question can still be really helpful in your marriage to take some of the guesswork out. Along those lines, so this next one is question number four. How much do you want this on a scale of one to ten? So have you ever had this conversation? You say to your husband, do you want Mexican food for dinner? And he's like, yeah, okay. And then you go to Mexican food, and you actually didn't want Mexican food. And he only said yes because he thought you wanted Mexican food, and you're both sitting here eating Mexican food that you didn't even want. James and I have had this happen before, or similar things, and the way that we have decided to communicate about this is to say, okay, we've got, you know, whatever event or whatever dinner, how much do you want this on a scale of one to 10? How much do you want to go to this party tonight on a scale of one to 10? If he is a three and I'm a three and we're both, we both just were going because we thought the other person wanted to go, then that kind of changes the decision. And, you know, same with dinner, it applies to a lot of things. But what it does is really 
gives you a gauge and helps you a little bit more in the decision-making process in your marriage rather than just, yeah, okay, right? Sometimes we don't know exactly what our spouse wants. So number four is what, or number three is what do you want? And number four is how much do you want this on a scale of one to 10? We've found that to be really helpful for decision-making. All right, number five, number five. Okay, number five is a question that we use when you're kind of not understanding your spouse, when maybe you guys are having a disagreement or you're coming at whatever it is, whether it's something with the kids or something they want to buy or something that you guys are just not on the same page about, the question is, can you help me understand why this matters to you? Now, my natural tendency would be to say, why does that matter to you? We want to avoid especially when things are a little bit tense or a little bit heated, we want to avoid why does that matter to you? Because it puts people on the defensive. Why do you want that? Why do you want to spend money on that? Why do you think that's a good idea? You can hear it, right? It sounds a little, it puts you on the defensive because all of a sudden you have to explain yourself. And so you're defending your position. When you kind of shift that a little and the way that I've phrased it, there are probably other ways that you can phrase it, is can you help me understand why this matters to you? You're still asking the same question. You still want to know why this matters to your spouse, but what it's doing differently is saying, can you help me understand? It's showing that you care to understand, and that's a big deal. When you phrase it with why, it's almost like, I demand for you to change my mind. Prove it. Show me. It's a little bit different energy. So can you help me understand why this matters to you? And I think that why this is so powerful is that shift of what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for you to prove that you're right. I'm looking to have my heart changed and softened. I'm looking to understand you even if it means that we still disagree, but I want a deeper understanding. So that is number five. Can you help me understand? Number six, will you? For anyone who, I was a missionary, and for anyone who served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints like I did, this is a familiar question. When we were working with people who were studying about the church, this was something that we were taught to ask, and we were taught to do this to get commitments from people. It's very easy, and I think this is especially true as women, to ask a wishy-washy question. Oh, I'd really just love if you took out the trash. Or, oh, could you take, could you do the dishes, right? It's a little less powerful. When we call it out in a more powerful way, which is like, will you take out the trash? Will you give the kids a bath? Will you sweep the floor? There's no ambiguity there. It's it's easy to say yes or no, I can't because of whatever reason. It kind of respectfully demands an answer and there's no confusion there. So that will you question kind of takes away the confusion. All right, number seven, the way that my husband and I say this is, do you have any bones? I'll explain what this question means. So we sit down once a week and we do what we call companionship inventory, just basically a marriage check-in. 
And this phrase comes from the the saying, I have a bone to pick with you. And so that's kind of how it started. And then this changed to a question, which is, well, do you have a bone to pick with me? Do you have any bones? And asking each other this question has been super powerful because what it does is it opens up the space and the conversation to allow for James and I to tell each other what we really, what's bugging us, what's not working in our marriage, what we need help with from the other person. And this one can't, you can get into some maybe heavier things, some things that have been weighing on your spouse's mind with this one. And one of the things that I really like about it is having this space. If there comes a time when we're in this conversation and it's the time that I would normally ask, but I am to my limit, like I am not ready for, to hear any bones at that moment, then I don't ask and I don't get that response. It allows me to ask for it when I'm ready to act on it. And it's a really powerful way to show your spouse that the marriage is important to you, that you want to do better. You want to know what's going to help and and ways that you can do better. And so do you have any bones? Is there anything we need to talk about? It could be another way to say this. Is there anything that you want me to work on? You can phrase it however you want, but that's basically the gist of it is what what's going on that we need to, you know, get out in the open? What are you thinking? What are some of the things that we need to work on in our marriage? And finally, number eight is similar, but this one is kind of phrased in a more positive way. And this question is, what one thing can I work on this week to show you that I love you or to strengthen our marriage? The powerful thing about this question is narrowing it down to one thing. What's one thing I can do this week to show you how much I love you? When James asks me this question, the answers can vary widely, right? Sometimes it'll be like, I need you to make dinner on Tuesday night. That would really help me. Or I need some more affection. Like, I need you not to go into your office. I need you to sit out next to me in the family room and just be close to me. Whatever whatever that thing is. And one thing narrows down the, the ask. It narrows down the question. There's just one thing that you're asking for. And because it's only one thing, it feels really doable and you can know how you're doing, right? Your husband can let you know. And so go to him and ask, what one thing can I work on this week to make our marriage better or to show you how much I love you? And as you kind of go through these questions and you use these questions in your marriage, you'll see that some of the things that have felt like issues will feel a little simpler, a little easier, because instead of growing and festering and becoming big things, You are taking care of weeding the garden when they're just little weeds. So I'm going to go over these one more time. So simplify your marriage by asking questions. And here are the eight questions. Number one, would you rather? Number two, how can I be a better wife? Number three, what do you want? Number four, how much do you want this on a scale of one to ten? Number five, can you help me understand why this matters to you? Number six, will you? Number seven, 
Do you have any bones? Or in other words, is there anything we need to talk about? And number eight, what one thing can I work on? All right, I hope this has been helpful. These questions have helped us in our marriage. And the the very act of asking your spouse questions is the most powerful one of all. So if these questions don't work for you, think of some of your own. What are some powerful questions you could use in your marriage to simplify your marriage to make that relationship stronger? As you do that, I promise you will see results with this method of not guessing, but asking your spouse. All right. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.